Boston Bruins captain Patrice Bergeron won his record-breaking fifth Selkie Trophy on Sunday, while he and several other Bruins recover from off-season surgeries. Lots to talk about on today's Locked On Boston Bruins, so let's get right into it. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, June 6th, and this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts, so please do open up your podcast app, hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is at Locked On Boston Bruins, to get the podcast in video form. Social media, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Lifelong Bruins fan, been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years. On today's show, we're going to talk about Patrice Bergeron's record-breaking fifth Selkie win. Uh, recent elbow procedure that he underwent, his future with the team, as well as some other injury updates on Bruins defensemen. But the big story Sunday, of course, was Patrice Bergeron winning the 2022 Frank J. Selke Trophy, awarded annually to the forward who best excels in the defensive aspects of the game, as judged by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. The fifth time in his career that Bergeron has won the Selkie Trophy, most ever by a single player in NHL history, moving past Montreal Canadiens legend Bob Gainey, who won the award four times. Bergeron had previously won the award in 2012, 2014, 2015, and 2017. He was a finalist for the 11th consecutive season, and it is the most consecutive seasons a player has been named a finalist for an award in NHL history, surpassing Wayne Gretzky's 10 straight seasons as a Hurt Trophy finalist. Now Bergeron, ever the humble captain, said that while it's an individual award, you can't get any of those without the help of your teammates. So many people that he gives credit to for helping him achieve this award. Uh, He's been fortunate enough to play on great teams, to win five Selkies, 
It goes to them, obviously, he said. It's humbling. That's the only word that he had. Now again, since the award was first handed out in 1977-78, 27 different players have captured the honor. Nine have won it multiple times. Bergeron now sits atop the list, breaking the tie that he held with Bob Gainey. He said it hasn't hit him yet after receiving 165 of 190 first place votes. Remember last year there was an argument that, you know, Bergeron is a great two-way forward. He's not the only great two-way forward, but he went out there and showed that he remains the best. He said, maybe when I'm old and in a rocking chair, I might look back and think it's pretty cool, but as of right now, it's one of those things where you appreciate and you're thankful. It's the friendship and everything that goes around the game of hockey that matters most. It was a dominant season for Patrice Bergeron, who is now 36 years old. He ranked first in the NHL in nearly every defensive metric, including faceoff wins, faceoff win percentage, shot attempts allowed per 60, uh, shot attempt percentage, expected goals against per 60, scoring chances against per 60, high danger attempts per 60, and shots for per 60. Again, he gave credit to the Bruins, their system, the players, the structure of the way that we play as a team, he said. The way that we've played for a long time in Boston has helped tremendously. Teammates, line mates, positioning, trying to read plays. No one's going to be shocked today by him saying he's not the fastest skater out there. But he'd like to maybe put himself in position where he doesn't have to do the extra stride or waste the energy for no reason. Over the years, he's gained experience and learned to put himself in a position to be in the best position defensively and also to get back on the attack. It's experience over time that you start reading plays and your brain works a certain way. Now, Patrice Bergeron credited his longtime linemate, Brad Marchand, who finished 12th in the Selkie voting in his own right, um, three times he's finished in the top 10 as well. Uh, it's been amazing playing with Marshy for a decade. That obviously helps a lot, Bergeron said. He's had amazing teammates as well on the back end. Zdeno Chara for a while, Charlie McAvoy now, just to name a few. Over time, over the years, it's the experience and positioning and trying to replays where the play is going to be before it gets there. That's the hallmark of a great hockey player, going to where the puck is going to be and not where it is currently. Again, he said he's always taken pride in the defensive side of his game. He wanted to score goals growing up, but he also didn't want to get scored on, something that his coaches preached on especially in junior, early on in his NHL career with Bruins coaches like Mike Sullivan, then Claude Julien, Bruce Cassidy. Learned a lot from those coaches, from different players, teammates, even opponents along the way. You look at guys from other teams and the way they play, and you try to implement some of those things into your game, 
to push yourself to be at your best and improve. Don't be satisfied with the product you put on the ice and just always try to get better. Uh, he has always wanted to be known as a consistent player. And again, he gave credit to his linemates, teammates. His dream was always to play in the NHL. Never in my wildest dreams, he said, could I have imagined breaking an NHL record. There's history in the game, and to me it matters a lot. The guys that were there before me, before all of us, it's the history of the game, and that's the beauty of this league, and that's why it's so special to be a part of. Now, will he remain part of the NHL? Will he remain a member of the Boston Bruins? That remains up in the air, and we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that you really need to know about, Athletic Greens. With one scoop of delicious AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Now, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a bunch of gut health issues, and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover that cost him $100 per day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. It's time to reclaim your health, folks. Arm yourself with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. have an important favor to ask you now. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. All you have to do is go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. won't take you very long. And you will qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you so much for your help. So a huge congratulations to Patrice Bergeron for his record-breaking fifth Selkie Trophy win. We as Bruins fans are so blessed to have been able to watch him um, over the years to become captain, to play and excel at both ends of the ice. And of course, we all hope that he's back for at least one more season. I believe it was Matt Porter of the Boston Globe who noted that over the weekend, Bergeron was uh, seen at a UFC event and his left arm was um, definitely not in a cast per se, but there's definitely 
um, a, not a sling, but something covering his arm, a sleeve per se. He revealed on Sunday afternoon that he recently had surgery to repair a tendon in his left elbow. But this procedure hasn't affected his thinking regarding his future. It was funny when the Bruins announced the Selkie win, they kind of cropped out his left arm. Uh, and it wasn't until he met with the media later that this came out. Um, Bergeron will become an unrestricted free agent for the first time in his career on July 1st. And he's taking time to assess what will come next for him and his family. He said his whole career he's had contracts extensions or long-term contracts. He would head into the summers um, knowing what he's doing next year. Now he's 36, doesn't have a contract, and he can take a step back for the first time in his life and reflect on what he wants to do going forward. So he's going to talk to his family, talk to his wife, but it's more than that. It's the fact that he has the opportunity to do uh, that, to take a step back, take some time for himself, and really know what he wants. That's the only reason he hasn't re-upped for next season. Just simply taking that time to rest and reflect. Again, he had elbow surgery last Tuesday. It's expected to have a recovery period of 10 to 12 weeks. And he said the ailment bothered him for about the last couple of years, which is incredible to think about him dominating defensively this season with this elbow issue bothering him. He said... Um, he had some MRIs and meetings with doctors, talks with them about what he should do. And it doesn't necessarily reflect that he's coming back. He's getting his elbow fixed to come back. He's getting his elbow fixed in order to just, you know, increase his quality of life overall. He said he's needed time. Still thinks he has a lot of time in front of him to make that decision. And he's going to make sure he takes all the time he needs to make the right one. And that's it. Um, between the end of the playoffs, the surgery, the sulky ward, he said he hasn't really had that time yet. And this doesn't really change anything. So take that for what it is. You know, he has obviously earned the right to choose to do whatever he wants going forward. Would it be a shame for him to dominate defensively like this, win a Salki trophy with an injured elbow and not come back? Yes. But would it also be cool for him to go out on top like that? Also yes. Has he earned the right to choose whatever he wants? Obviously. It's up to him, his family. Uh, does he want to take a couple years just to be a dad before perhaps re-entering the hockey world in some capacity to focus on his family, his wife? Yeah, that's completely understandable. I get that. Um, I can't imagine... 
myself as a dad with three kids, being on the road that much, the wear and tear on your body, um, not being there all the time for your kids as they grew up, road trips and all that. I'm sure that takes a toll, especially after 18 years. But uh, it would be a real shame for him as a Bruins fan to not see him play out his career while he's still so damn good. Now, he's not the only Bruin who went under the knife recently. Uh, We're going to talk about some more surgeries for some defensemen here in a moment. But first, a quick word about betonline.net, your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news and odds, including this year's basketball championship, the NHL conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from the uh, UFC, MMA, boxing, BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL, covering the playoffs like no other. Here are the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now, two Fridays ago, the Bruins announced that Brad Marchand had undergone uh, surgery on both hips and would be out for up to six months. This past Friday, they dropped... Some more injury updates on three different defensemen who have undergone respective surgeries and will be out for some time. Mike Riley underwent a right ankle tendon repair and removal of bone fragments. His expected recovery is approximately three months, so he should be good for the start of the regular season. Matt Grizzlick underwent a right shoulder open stabilization procedure. Uh, He was playing with his injury through the playoffs. His expected recovery time is approximately five months. And then Charlie McAvoy underwent a left shoulder arthroscopic stabilization procedure. The expected recovery time is approximately six months. So that puts him around the same timeline as Brad Marchand, where they'll be back Thanksgiving, perhaps the first week of December. So all that to go along with Bergeron's uh, elbow procedure uh, leaves the Bruins uh, pretty thin. And with a lot of uncertainty heading into next season. Bergeron himself said, with that many guys and key players dealing with procedures and surgeries, they're all going to miss some time early on in the season, and you've got to ride that wave. Uh, It's another challenge. This organization, this team, has seen many challenges over the past number of years, and um, there's been a lot of years where there have been doubts, 
question marks around the Boston Bruins, how the team's going to look and what's coming. Those things are handled in time. Uh, those are great players, Bergeron said, that are going to be back. It's not like they're going to miss the whole year. Adjustments will have to be made early on. Um, everyone has to look at themselves in the mirror and be better and find ways to be better after a playoff loss. Changes and adjustments are things you uh, have to do from one year to another, especially when you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish as a team or individually. But again, Bergeron said his injury, injuries to his teammates, obviously they'll factor in to his decision, but they're not going to um, impact them overly. He's going to kind of balance it all out. But certainly missing all those key players early on will be a huge challenge for the Bruins to overcome. There was a lot of people saying, well, you can put McAvoy's $9.5 million on LTIR and bring in a big-name defenseman to replace him. Put all these other guys on LTIR and open up some cap space. But you have to remember, when they are ready to come back, you have to fit them in on the roster. It's not like it's a Kucherov situation where... You can keep them on LTIR the whole season, bring them back for the playoffs where there's no cap restrictions. So realistically, it's going to be a situation where they are replaced from within. You'll see a Jack Ashan perhaps up in the lineup, Jakobs Borrell. Uh, hopefully he'll be healthy, ready to go. Um, you know, there's even some talk of a Riley or a Grizzlick being moved in the offseason to open up cap space. Uh, when it comes to Martian, you have Hall and DeBrusque who can step in down the middle. We know Charlie Coyle rises to the top of the depth chart. Jack Stadnika, you'd think, will get an opportunity. So it's going to be a challenge for the Bruins uh, early on, and you can't get too far behind in the playoff race because it's extremely difficult to catch up especially in the NHL's three-point system where you can get points for losing games if you lose in a shootout. So these are extra challenges that Don Sweeney, who we still expect to be extended at some point here in the near future, will have to work around. Uh, will some young guys get opportunities to step up? Certainly, they're going to have guys coming in being given opportunities to prove that they belong at the NHL level. Stanika specifically, a Sean, I think of perhaps an Oscar Steen or a Jacob Lauko, maybe a young guy like Fabian Lysel or Georgi Merkulov steps up. Mark McLaughlin uh, played very well near the end of the season. Again, the Bruins always have that next man up mentality, but to lose McAvoy, Grizzlick, Riley, Marchand, Bergeron to begin the season. That could really set you back. And there are real concerns that the Bruins, if they get off to an extremely slow start, uh, could find themselves in a pretty big hole that they're not able to overcome. 
it's all dependent on what Sweeney does this offseason. If he can bring in some reinforcements, make some trades. Um, again, there's not much cap space to work with. So he's going to have to make some deals in order to free that up or, you know, maybe trade a Craig Smith, buy out a Nick Foligno, trade a Mike Riley. Um, huge challenges ahead of Don Sweeney this offseason in light of these surgeries. And Patrice Bergeron's decision. And hopefully... That decision comes at least before the draft and the start of free agency. I think free agency is actually not July 1st this year because the draft is uh, pushed back. I'll have to double check when free agency uh, begins for the NHL. Because the draft is actually July 13th this year. Because the draft is set for uh, July 6th and 7th, I believe. So, there's a couple extra weeks there for Bergeron to make his decision. But, having said that, at the draft, do they prioritize a center? Well, they should, regardless. Uh, Do they make some trades? Hopefully, they have a bit of clarity heading into the draft. But this is going to be a point of conversation this week, certainly, and in the weeks to come, heading into the draft and free agency. Um, This week, we're going to continue the series on Don Sweeney's trade history and um, begin to look back at draft history as well. And uh, then we have a couple weeks extra to look at perhaps his signing history, which is probably the weakest part of his tenure so far. But for today... A massive congratulations to Patrice Bergeron. He deserves to be celebrated as hard as possible. And um, just such a joy to watch and cover. And uh, yeah, we love you, Patrice. Congratulations on that fifth win. Very well deserved. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had a fun time taking the family to... uh, Blue Jays game. We also had a family get together yesterday. Checked out the boys on Amazon Prime, which is as wild as ever. And um, finished Hacks as well, which is a very enjoyable comedy on HBO Max. If you're looking for something to uh, watch today, apart from Game 4 of the Western conference finals which goes tonight the avalanche with an opportunity to advance to the stanley cup final with evander kane suspended for an injurious hit on nazem kadri in game three and a tough loss for the boston celtics last night check out locked on celtics for all the latest and we'll be back here tomorrow on locked on boston bruins part of the locked on podcast network your favorite team every single day take care friends